What's up, y'all? How are you? It's great to be here with you. This is the Ebb and Flow Podcast. I'm Evan Britton. It's excellent to be back in the saddle here. Um, it's been a while. This episode is a solo pod. I had to break down and talk about the last year, taking about a year off doing the podcast. A lot of personal changes, a lot of growth, a lot of life transitions happening. It was a lot. Talk all about it, what I learned through that process. It was a very interesting experience for me. Learned a lot about myself through it all. Um, I won't spoil too much of it. I'll let you guys hear the gist of the story in the episode. That being said, this episode is sponsored by NewFit. Super stoked to have NewFit as a sponsor. NewFit is a state-of-the-art technology that uses electrical currents to tap into your nervous system to expedite recovery times, heal injuries, build strength, optimize well-being in the body, the functionality of your nervous system and all your musculature. It's a really profound technology. I had the opportunity to meet the founder, Garrett, at a wellness event in Texas. So super stoked to have them supporting the podcast. You can find out more, link in the bio. You can also use code EBBINFLOW when you head to new.fit forward slash EBBINFLOW. All of that's there in the in the show notes. Also, this episode is sponsored by Quicksilver Scientific. Quicksilver Scientific, one of my all-time favorite brands. They are truly state-of-the-art when it comes to ancient adaptogens using modern technology to create the ultimate delivery system with liposomal delivery. It's nanotechnology. They use ginseng, astragalus, ashwagandha, all the good stuff. Dr. Chris Shade is an absolute wizard. His formulas are like nothing else, increasing focus, energy, molecular energy, mitochondrial health, digestive health, supporting your nervous system and cognitive function. Check them out. All of that is in the show notes. Lots of love to you guys. Enjoy this episode. See y'all on the flip side. Peace. You have unlocked the eternal link to internal source. The key of imagination. Your admission. Access to the enlightened dimension. The gateway at the junction of darkness and light. The place at which the chaos of our conditioned frame of mind give way to a life in constant flux. Only to be mastered through vigilant discipline. Peaceful times may come. Testing times may go. This is the ebb and flow. What's up, y'all? We're back. This is the Ebb and Flow podcast. And uh, I know it's been a while. It's been at least 10 months since I've sat down at the podcast to record my own show. A lot has happened over the last year.
Before we get started, though, I'd like us to do something together. So place your feet flat on the ground. If you're driving, you can do this. Just ignore my physical cues. Lay your hands on your thighs, palms up or palms down, whichever feels right for you. And just take a deep breath in your nose. And let it all out your mouth. Let your body relax. Just let everything go. Let your body get really heavy in your seat. Take another deep breath in. And let it all out your mouth. Just let everything go. Let your body relax. Take another deep breath in. And let it all go. Just tune into how you're feeling. What's coming up for you. For me, this is the first time ever doing this where I'm recording the video on my iPhone. I'm recording the audio as I always do on my laptop through GarageBand. There's a lot of anxiety about whether or not it's even going to fucking work. (laughs) I'm just trusting. (laughs) I wanted to take some time with this first episode to talk a little bit about what the last year has been like for me and what I've learned in the process. As many of you... No, or not, this past year has been a a year of big life changes in my personal life. A lot of growth, a lot of learning, a lot of expanding, a lot of shedding. There's been a lot, to say the least. Talked about it a little bit on other podcasts. I've uh, I've gone through a divorce. January of 22. Um, my ex-wife, now ex-wife, and I decided to get a divorce. And that obviously started an unfolding that would continue throughout the entire year and and still to some degree continues now today. However, what I chose to do last year with my life, with my time, with my energy allowed me the opportunity to fully feel and experience that transition. I moved back into my mom's house, the house that I pretty much grew up in. Had an opportunity to reflect on, look at my relationship with my daughter. 
how I've been showing up as a father, how I've been showing up in all of my relationships, essentially, including my relationship with myself. And there was a lot of learning in that process because I finally had time to really sit with myself. And it was really important. It was a really important time to have, to just be with myself. And pretty quickly into the year, around March or April, I completely hit a wall. I hit a massive wall. I was on my way to do a podcast with Sean Stevenson, the Model Health Show, which you can watch. That episode aired. And it was a great episode. We had a great conversation. And I, I revealed a lot in that, in that, in that instance. Because that's where I was at. And frankly, where I've grown into in my life is that I don't, I don't have, I'm not good at hiding what's going on inside of me. I'm a bad liar, as it were. So if there's something roiling, simmering, happening on the inside of me, it's nearly impossible for me to go about my life without that bleeding into all of my interactions with people. So I was on my way to do this podcast. I'm driving down the 101 towards Sherman Oaks or wherever it was that we did that podcast. And I'm feeling okay. I think in that moment, there was so much happening inside of me. I didn't really know exactly what was going on. I'm on my way to do the podcast. It's a, it's a huge opportunity. Sean's got a massive health podcast, as many of you probably know. And my mom calls me. She says, hey, hey uh, how you doing? And I could barely speak. I've talked about this before in other moments of my life. My mother always seems to, to call me in that moment where I, I need to be cracked open or there's something happening inside of me. And she says the thing, just says hello, and it just blasts me open. And I just burst into tears. And all of a sudden, I'm realizing how exhausted I am and how much I'm feeling. And there's grief and there's sadness and there's relief and there's acceptance coming into the picture and there's realization of this one chapter of my life has come to an end and I'm moving into a completely new chapter and there's fear and there's the unknown and there's all this stuff happening. There's an excitement, there's an anxiety and I'm just bursting into tears driving on the 101. She says to me, oh, Ed. Sounds like grief is having her way with you. And it was really interesting to hear that because I'm not sure I've ever experienced grief before, at least grief in that way. And all due respect to everyone involved in the situation, you know, it had become, the marriage had become really difficult. And it was 
we we had come to be extremely hard on one another. And so while there was this element of being relieved to be free of that dynamic, or at least to have finally gotten to a place where I've got some space from that relationship, I didn't realize that there could be all of this grief. And obviously, so, you know, you've spent a significant amount of time with a person, shared time, space, so much love, energy. There's been so much life happening between you and another person for so long, in this case, over a decade. Of course, there's going to be a period of unraveling and disentangling and untethering. And I was in the midst of that. And I went and I did the podcast. Not exactly sure where mom and I's conversation went other than mom said, Ev, why don't you give yourself an opportunity to rest? Which had hardly ever occurred to me, has hardly ever occurred to me throughout my life. Another instance, I was staying at mom's house and it was a moment early last year where I was smoking a lot of weed and I was not a lot, a good amount. And I guess mom had never really seen me doing my thing. And she said to me, she's like, Eb, I realized, I've realized why you smoke so much weed. And my mom is 40 years sober. And she's always been very supportive of my, my cannabis use and cannabis advocacy and has always recognized it as, as, a, as a therapeutic, holistic healing tool. And she's had respect for me and in, in my use of it in that way. And I'm living back at home and I'm going out to my consulting gig in Venice and I'm recording podcasts and I'm teaching yoga and I'm doing all this stuff and I'm working on getting my book published and I'm running here and running there, driving across LA just about every day for one gig or another, or one meeting or another, one thing or another. And she said to me, Eb, I realize why you smoke so much weed. And I said, oh yeah, mom, why is that? She said, because you never rest. And I went, whoa. It hit me right in the chest because you never rest. And that also started this process of unfolding, of opening up, of taking a really good look at what the fuck am I doing with my time? What am I doing with my life? And so fast forward or rewind. I'm not exactly sure where that was in the timeline as far as the the heading to the the Model Health podcast was. I did the podcast, came out of that, and I'm sitting in a meeting with my my right-hand guy Noah and I'm saying, "Man, that's it. I need to take a break." And at that po- at that point, this is mid to late March, I decide, "You know what? I'm going to take 2 weeks off." I'm going to take two weeks. I'm not going to do a podcast. I'm not going to take on any more coaching clients. I'm going to basically teach yoga. I'm going to take yoga. I'm going to spend time with my daughter. Those are my priorities. Spend time with my daughter and then 
do yoga, teach yoga. I did the two weeks, turned it all down to zero. Very quickly recognized that this was going to be the whole summer. We're taking the summer off. Might have been in April. I'm going to turn it down to zero. It's really the title of this podcast episode, turning it down to zero. So I turned it all down to zero, slowly but surely, and my ego is kicking and screaming the whole way. Eb, the podcast is going to completely collapse. We're totally fucked. How can you expect to do anything, make any money, conquer the world, do all this stuff that we're destined to do, that we've been envisioning for ourselves for an entire lifetime? How are we going to do any of that? If you turn it all down to zero and stop doing everything you're going to do and just do yoga, teach yoga, and spend time with your daughter, how are you going to do that? It's impossible. You're like, okay, I'd watch that voice do its thing. Watch it, hear it. Just come back to center. Do a little less. Oh, there's some urge. There's some shadow of an urge to go and produce or to create or to... to say yes to that thing, to get involved, to make another move, to do another whatever it is, I just come right back to zero. Maybe even take a nap, go lie down, read a book, go meditate, go take a walk. And just doing this over and over again. And slowly but surely, I started to realize this thing about myself that for as long as I can remember, I have validated myself. I have found my sense of worth through how much I'm doing, how much I'm producing, how much money I'm making, what I'm creating, what I'm putting out into the world. All of my sense of self-worth is wrapped up in this idea of my output. And to be honest, at that moment in time, I'd really hit a wall. I was completely burned out. Doing the podcast had become really stale. I could physically feel resistance to creating anything. The moment I sat down, I could barely open up my laptop. It felt so felt like a Herculean effort to sit down and get anything done. And so one moment at a time, I started just experimenting, essentially, because I don't know where this is going to go. I had the grace of falling into the, the nest of staying with my mom for a little while. I had a couple professional things happening that were bringing in income. My corporate consulting gig, which, thank God, that was by the grace of God that that emerged. So I had money coming in. I had an opportunity to get my feet on the ground and rest and take a moment to just look at everything that was going on in my life. Take a moment and just look. What's working here? What's not working? Or at least, let's take a look at 
the behavior paradigms, the paradigms that I've been living through of belief about what my life is, how it's got to be, what it's got to look like. Is that working? Is the grind mentality bringing me more income? And truth be told, what I learned slowly but surely through that process is it doesn't have to be so hard. It doesn't have to be so hard. And weirdly, because this is how it works. This is how the universe works. We envision the life that we want. We envision it. We see it in our mind's eye. We create it in our conscious matrix. We see it, we feel it, we taste it, we smell it, we hear it, we know it in our mind space. We create the life that we want to live. And then it's up to us because what happens is the universe starts to bring in these downloads of moves to make, moves to make, steps to take, and it's on us, on our, on our conscious will, whether or not we take those steps. And those steps sometimes seem completely out of fucking alignment with our, with our grand, the grand scope of our mind vision of our life. Go, well, I want to be abundant and wealthy and prosperous and I'm trying to conquer the world, man. I can't fucking take a day off. But I keep being body slammed by the fucking universe every time I try to go and do another thing. Okay. Let me read the signs. Let me take a look at the fucking guideposts that the universe is showing me. Rest? Recover? Take a day off? Take a moment? Breathe? Relax? Let go? Surrender? Hmm. That doesn't really align with my old belief of what it takes to succeed, but hey, this other shit isn't working anymore, so let me give it a try. And I tried it, one day at a time. Mind noise. Fuck, we're fucked. Oh man, sitting still, this is fucking really hard. This is maybe the most difficult thing I've ever experienced in my life. How am I supposed to sit still and get stuff done? What are we trying to get done? What are we trying to get done? I'm not saying that we're going to grow a money tree and just start pulling bills off the thing to fucking sustain ourselves, to feed ourselves, to house ourselves. No. For me... Taking the time to turn it all down to zero provided me with the opportunity to get really clear on what it is I'm actually supposed to be spending my time on. Taking the time to turn it all down to zero, make space to make space in my life, allowed the universe, allowed God a moment 
to fill that space with the things, the opportunities that are truly in alignment with my divine purpose here on this planet. And it's been a fucking miraculous shift. I'm getting ready to do my taxes, which, fuck, you want to talk about something that I still have a lot of work to do around, taking accountability and truly taking ownership of what I'm creating in this world from a business perspective. And this is a place where in the past, oh my God, dude, credit card bill, don't, don't, I'm not looking at it. I would... I would, in the past, let my credit card bill go past due over and over again for the sake of being so terrified of looking at it that I just, I would rather not pay it than look at it. That's where I was at. Six, seven years ago, that's where I was at. And slowly but surely, because I've recognized finances, money, this is a, this is a blurry, this is a blind spot for me. This is a place in which it's even less than a blind spot. This is a place that brings me fear. It brings me anxiety. It drops me right into the amygdala, into my fight or flight mode because of where I grew up and what I learned from the people I spent time around. And money for most people is a very anxiety-inducing concept, mechanism of our lives. And because of what I want to do with my life, what I am choosing for myself and my life, every day I think to myself, I say to myself, I choose to live in my highest greatness. I choose to serve the highest good. I say that a thousand times a day. That's some serious fucking shit. I was thinking about that the other day. I thought to myself, Eb, you know, every day we say to ourselves, I choose to live in my highest greatness. I choose to serve the highest good. I'm putting that out into the universe. The universe says, Yo, brother, I see you. Here you go. Here's an opportunity to be fucking great. Ooh, it's uncomfortable. Because when you first start saying that, you think, it's fucking shiny and and it's greatness, man. It's greatness. We're on the mountaintop. We're living. We're there. We're positive. We're joyful. We're all this stuff. Man, living in your highest greatness, woo, comes with a price. Universe says, okay, you want to live in your highest greatness? Here are the greatest challenges you've ever faced in your life. Here they, here you go. Be great. Be great, motherfucker. You're calling it. You're asking for it. Now is your opportunity. Be great. Show us what the fuck you're all about. Okay. Okay. So here I am. Fast forward. This week. Pulling stuff together for taxes. I'm looking at it going, holy shit. I'm doing it. 
this last year. I've made more money I've made in this last year than I have the last five years combined. That's the good news. The bad news is I've got a long way to go in organizing my financial situation, the foundation of my financial world, my financial realm, to set myself up for where I really want to go. So what are we learning? What am I learning? Everything is an opportunity to learn and grow and expand. Especially the challenges that seem too fucking great to even be possible that that you're facing them. The adversity, the difficulties, the challenges that seem so insurmountable you couldn't possibly imagine how there could even be a God to put that on your path. That's the shit that is going to change you into the person you are destined to be. It's how it works. And it might not even fucking make sense to you. It sure as hell didn't make sense to me when I'm hit, I hit this fucking thousand foot brick wall. I'm looking to the right. Got nowhere to go. Looking to the left. Got nowhere to go. It's too high to get over it. It's way too fucking deep to dig under it. There ain't no way going. I'm going through it. Okay, what do I do? Rest? Turn it down to zero? (sighs) I surrender, God. I surrender. Okay. Okay. You want me to turn it down to zero? Okay. Let me do that. Let me take a moment and let me do that. Let me see what happens. And all along the way last year, take a month or two off. Okay. I'm starting the podcast back up. I'm getting it going again. Boom. Body slammed again. Something would happen. I'd totally break down. Back would go out. Whatever it might be. I go, okay. All right. I'm still resting, huh? Okay. Okay, so we're still in the resting phase. All right. Until finally, just continuing to follow that. Continuing to let go. Surrender it all, man. Surrender it all over to fucking God. That's the only way it's possible. Everything. I'm talking about everything. All the interesting things in our relationship. The needing to be right. Having to prove myself right. Having to prove somebody else wrong. Righteous in my own ideas. Feeling entitled to tell other people how they should live their life or what they should be doing or what decisions they should be making. Putting it all down. Learning about people. Who people are. 
learning about my own self-worth, learning about where I come from. I come from a family of people who believe that we go to war to solve problems. I recently released a clip talking about I'm done with the fucking fear paradigm and I'm living my life in love. Tell me one time in your life currently where living in a constant state of fear, paranoia, anxiety has served you to make your life better. Tell me when that's happened. We make decisions out of two places, fear or love. You boil it down to those two. Those are the two pathways. If you spend your life making decisions based on fear, there's no fucking way you're getting to the top of the greatness mountain. No fucking chance in hell. Every day you wake up and you make your decisions based on fear. I'm not good enough. Everything is fucked. It's not going to be okay. I don't know what to do because I doubt myself. They're going to take everything away from me. Blah, blah, blah. I'm going to lose my job. You will create that reality for yourself. You will create that reality. It's a big thing to take fucking accountability for your life. If you don't like the way your life looks, make new decisions. Change the fucking decisions that you're making to change your life. If you wake up every single day and go, life is a fucking miracle. I am blessed to be here. That doesn't mean you're not going to face challenges, adversity, absurdity, confrontation, all of it. Doesn't mean you're not going to face that. Life is chaos perpetually. Life never stops happening. As long as we live in a world where most people are consumed by the materialist paradigm who make the materialist realm their God, you're going to always come into contact with people who are going to push your buttons, infuriate you, frustrate you, make you angry. Always. Because they're not living in a Put it simply, live and let live reality. They're living in a, I need to do everything I can to get what I want reality. And if that means manipulating, pushing, cursing people to the ends of the earth, that's what they're going to do. And if you're standing in their way, you'll be part of their game that they're playing. As long as you allow it, as long as you let that happen, as long as you are making choices to give your power away to them. I choose love, man. Over and over again, I choose love. In the darkest fucking moments, I choose love. I choose peace. I choose clarity. I choose serenity. I choose God. Over and over again. Even with this, I took a year off. Here we are back doing the podcast. 
I'm struggling with it now. I'm struggling with it now because what is it about? Is it about me creating more content, me becoming famous, me proving to everybody how much I know and what's going on? Can't be about that. This has to be about me sharing what I'm interested in, sharing my experience, my strength, my hope with other people. And even that gets shaky. Every podcast I've ever come on, every podcast I've ever done in my entire life has been in the service of doing good in the service of serving the highest good and even then you see it on instagram all the time a clip gets cut and posted people make all sorts of interpretations about it buddha said it himself when i speak i compromise myself Words are very limited. Clips on Instagram are even more limited because you're not getting the full context. So everything can be taken from multiple planes of consciousness. Wherever a person's at, that's where they're receiving that information at. And that could be interpreted, translated into infinite different messages which is a really fascinating thing there's this fantastic story of a zen zen master and he walks up to his student and his student is looking at this pond filled with these koi fish and the zen master says to his student um how many fish are in that pond? Students looking at him, he goes, there's 12 fish. There's 12 fish in the pond. Master looks back at the student and he says, how many ponds are there? The student looks down, he's looking at it, he's kind of confused. He looks back at the master, he goes, there's one pond. Master says, no. There's 12 ponds. And it's an interesting idea. It's an interesting koan, as it were, to illustrate to illustrate every single person on this planet is living in a different reality. And to some extent, we need to be accountable for that. As individuals navigating this world, we need to be accountable for that. And the onus of holding the love line, as it were, keeping situations as peaceful and 
respectful as possible, the onus of holding that line is on those of us who have the awareness. Some of us are a little further ahead. Some of us are a little further behind. Some of us are walking shoulder and shoulder with each other. And for those of us who are a little further ahead in our journey, doesn't mean we're any better, doesn't mean we know anything more. It's on us to hold the line for those coming up behind us who are on their way. We were there too once. This year has been a very interesting year navigating relationships. I've had friendships completely fall apart for whatever reason. For as silly as silly as it sounds for I suppose what people imagine I'm doing or I've become through what they see on social media, which is essentially I've hired a guy who goes through Jarrett. Many of you know him, Jarrett, my soul brother. I got connected with him last year and he really came as a gift of God. Because to be completely honest with all of you, I, I don't like technology. It is not something that I find very intuitive. It feels really overwhelming at times. And truly, I'm, I'm a creator. I, I, I'm an artist. Outside of the, the act of creation and living my life in a way that inspires me to create more, I get really bogged down, slowed down through the minutia of things, which I have, in fact, had to spend a lot of time doing, creating this podcast, running my Instagram, and all of doing all of the social media stuff for a, very, for a long time. But so this year, by the grace of God, Jarrett came into my life and he started cutting clips for me. And Jarrett has, is a master, he is a genius of going through the entire archive of every single podcast I've ever done and cutting clips, finding clips that are worthy of becoming their own little meme, their own little sound bite that can go out into the world. And be a fresh piece of content. He is a master of that. And so essentially I've handed over my social media to him. He does a fantastic job. He's done an incredible job over the last year. We've increased my Instagram following over 150,000. Close to 160,000 now at this point. If not already 160,000 plus. Which is just fantastic and incredible. And exactly what. I, I hoped for and wanted as far as having somebody run my social media. I couldn't have asked for anything more than that. I couldn't even have even imagined it could be that, that good. 
And so, I don't know, through that process, some people have decided that, I don't know, I've become some guru or whatever the fuck it is, whatever the fuck you think I'm doing here, which essentially is I'm, I've taken time to come back to center, to get really clear on what the fuck matters to me, because outside of that, nothing really matters. What matters to me? Being a great father. Spending time with my loved ones, the people that I love being around. It's a smaller and smaller group lately. Over the last year, I've become somewhat of a hermit. I greatly appreciate solitude, time alone, time in quiet, stillness. I have very little, if any, desire to be in crowded places, in loud, noisy places. I don't drink alcohol anymore. I don't go out to bars. I don't go to clubs. All of that stuff was was always something I re- was really putting on. That was always a uh, an outfit I was just really putting on to try to fit in, to try and experience the Western life or whatever the fuck it is. It was never really something that I truly enjoyed. So I've spent a lot of time getting quiet, getting still, being by myself in this hermit phase. Perhaps it's where I'll be forever. Perhaps it's only another phase. I don't know. All I can do is take it one day at a time. I enjoy getting outdoors. I love moving my body. I love doing yoga. I love meditation. I love creating. Getting back on the podcast feels really good. Feels good to set it up, get the mic going, and just let it rip. I don't have much of a plan ever when I sit down. When I have a guest on, there's a little bit more of a of a of a plan, of an itinerary, of an outline of what we're going to talk about, where we're going to go. Here I wanted to sit down and take some time to share with you what I've been going through over the last year. Maybe you're in a similar place. What's funny for me to look at my life is to is to realize that <laughs> because I've always believed it had to be the hard way throughout my life chapters come to an end with a, in a screaming halt in a fucking head-on collision where I'm forced to just turn it down to zero, say, okay, God, I got it. I got it. Now, given these new tools, I'm starting to listen more. I'm becoming a better listener. It's part of my daily practice, just listening. Bringing my attention to my ears, listening. And in the practice of listening, 
My hope, I don't know if this is true yet, my hope is that those shifts, those transitions can be a little gentler than they've been in the past. There can be a little bit more ease, a little bit more grace, less clinging by my fingernails to hold on to an old thing that's surely run its course. And it just takes time, you know, it just takes one day at a time. Something I will say that has been immensely beneficial for me throughout this process is having a fucking spiritual program. Living my life with the spiritual foundation of connection to God, meditation, prayer, yoga, movement, being mindfully aware of the food that I'm eating, quitting drinking alcohol, using substances like cannabis much less. Now, honestly, I may have a little bit of cannabis here and there, but mostly I'm just taking CBD. Connecting with people who I can be open, vulnerable, intimate with. Who are not going to meet my shares with judgment, denial, advice, etc. Who are just there to listen, just there to, to receive what I'm going through. That's been extremely powerful. You know, I work with people, I work with individual clients, I, I work with a company And everybody's going through the same thing to one degree or another. Some are a little further down the path. Some are a little further away. Some are coming up onto this life transition and they can feel it and they don't know what to do. And the answer is always the same because we have the answer. No one has the answer but you. So the answer is always the same. We need to be taking actions that are rooted in a spiritual program. I've talked about this a lot before. Al-Anon, 12-step programs are incredibly powerful tools. 12-step program, an incredibly powerful tool. Maybe that calls to you, maybe it doesn't. I was very fortunate to come from a family that was deeply affected by the disease of alcoholism. So 12-step programs were in the fabric of our family dynamic. What a fucking blessing that was. Take the alcoholism out of it. Take take all of that out of it. The 12-step program is a very practical and precise way to experience a spiritual awakening. However, the first step is to recognize that your life has become completely fucking unmanageable. The tools that you've been using to navigate, manage your relationships, your relationship to yourself and others, your life circumstances, they, they no longer work for you and your life has become completely unmanageable. You've hit rock bottom, essentially, is a prerequisite for coming to this. And it's a blessing. My mom, who's a master body worker, healer, yogini, 
She works with people who have experienced catastrophic injuries, catastrophic trauma. They come to her, so they say, I'm in complete disarray. I'm in complete chaos. And she says, wow, how lucky are you? How blessed are you? I honor you. Because in that, coming to complete obliteration provides you with the bedrock, the ground underneath your feet to grow change, evolve, become the person you are destined to be. All along the way, man, life is providing you with opportunities to change you into the person you're destined to be. Are you going to hold on to the old shit, the old ways, in resistance to life's flow, or are you going to let go and are you going to let life, let God take you where you're destined to go? That's the question. I just finished reading an incredible book, The Surrender Experiment by Michael A. Singer. He wrote Untethered Soul. I have not read Untethered Soul. It's definitely on my list. I know it's an absolute classic. The Surrender Experiment was an incredible book. I highly recommend it. And it's truly about that. It was. It's about his process of coming into awareness of himself tapping into meditation and yoga, but really beyond that, just allowing himself the process or the timeline by which he came to surrendering his life completely over surrendering his life completely over to the flow of the universe, the flow of life, the flow of God. And watching how it changed him into the person he was destined to be. And that can be really scary. It's really fucking scary to think about allowing life or the circumstances of life to change you. What I have found over and over again is that what lies on the other side of that thing, that fear, is a greater, stronger, more vulnerable, more loving, more open, more aware, more available version of you. That's what lies on the other side of that. It's the ultimate task of our lives. It's the ultimate task. I don't know if there's any greater endeavor in life than the endeavor of getting free. getting free I want to thank you guys for being on this ride with me I can't thank you enough for your support, for your love, for your encouragement. I read your messages. I get them loud and clear. I'm so grateful for all of you. And I wish you nothing but the best on your journey. I pray that you are filled with love, strength, courage, joy to live in your highest greatness. 
be sure to live in your highest greatness requires great strength and great courage. And I know that you are doing that. What other choice do we have? I'm really glad to be back with you. This season's going to be an epic one. I can feel it. We're tapping into new heights. Getting the video rolling. Going to have a handful of incredible guests. I'm going to do the solo role as they arise, as they emerge in my in my heart, in my mind space. So, stay tuned, y'all. Lots of love to you guys. Have an excellent rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. I'm Eben Britton, and this is the Eben Flow. Peace. What's up, guys? I want to take a second to recognize and talk about one of our sponsors for the Eben Flow podcast, New Fit. This is the Newbie Technology. It's a state-of-the-art electrical current that taps in your nervous system to quicken healing times, help build muscle, build strength, optimize the total functioning of your overall physical well-being. It One of the founders, Garrett, or the founder of the technology, Garrett, lives in Austin, Texas. I had the chance to meet Garrett and try out the new fit technology at a wellness event that I was speaking and teaching at. It's profound stuff. It will elevate your workouts. It'll help you recover quicker from injuries. It'll help your body and your mind function better. It's a fantastic technology. Check it out at new fit excuse me, at new.fit forward slash ebb and flow. Use code ebb and flow for a discount on your device. Incorporate it into your home gym or your practice if you are a wellness practitioner. It's a big upgrade to anyone who is looking to optimize their well-being. Quick shout out to our sponsor, Quicksilver Scientific. Quicksilver Scientific, one of my favorite brands on the planet. Founded by Dr. Chris Shade. It's liposomal nanotechnology, liposomal delivery system, taking ancient adaptogenic herbs and roots, making them highly bioavailable. We're talking about ginseng, ashwagandha, astragalus, shisandra, goji berry, you name it, NAD, all the good stuff. They also supply Quinton, which is the ultimate remineralizer, rehydrating product on the planet since the late 1800s. Can't say enough good things about their products. I love the one membrane mend, NAD plus, platinum, longevity elite. Nanofuel. Nanofuel is the ultimate mind focus, cognitive function optimizer. It's fantastic stuff. Love it so much. Thank you to Quicksilver. Head over to QuicksilverScientific.com. Use code EBBINFLOW to get yourself a discount on all of their fantastic products. Enjoy. Enjoy.